In the words of a king, there is power. And as we behold him with unveiled faces, we're transformed into the very image of God. Welcome to the teaching ministry of Dr. K. Idrisheson, brought to you by Kingswood Ministries International. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all that God has called you to be. Communicating, I want us to pray it out. Somebody say, Pray it out. Can I hear you say, Pray it out? How many of you want to pray out your new season? You know, one of the things I told us on Sunday is that it's a season of batting. It's a season of what? Batting. You have to bat it. And, you know, I brought Michelle forward and, and she, she educated some of us. Adventure, you don't know. It, the baby does not just come out naturally just because you've been pregnant for nine months. And that's why, under normal circumstances, people don't give birth at home. There is a special place prepared for delivery. And there are, you know, skilled people who handle your delivery, they help you to push the baby out. Because the baby won't just come out on his own. Somebody must push it out. And in every generation, God depends on people like Simeon and Hannah to help in the process of actualizing the prophecy over the generation through their commitment in prayer and watching over the season. Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 2 from verse 25, Luke chapter 2 from verse 25, open your Bibles to Luke chapter 2 verse 45, verse 25, on your phone, on your tab, or wherever you have your Bible, Luke chapter 2 from verse 25, I want to show you something there, it says, behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout, devout rather, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. Verse 26, I'm going to run it down a little bit. He said, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see the death before he had seen the Lord Christ. In other words, this man was a man of revelation. Somebody say man of revelation. And by revelation, he knew something was about to happen. Verse 27, he knew that the Christ was about to be made manifest. He said, and he came by the Spirit into the temple when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law. Now, it looked like this is just like any other child, but that man knew by the Spirit because he was a man of revelation. I want to prophesy over you that in this season, you will be that man of revelation who will be aware of the manifestation of prophecy. Somebody shout, Amen. In other words, when that season came, that the Christ has been made manifest, although in the natural, it looks like every other, every other child. This man of revelation, by the name Simeon, knew this is not just any other child. This is prophecy. I declare when your opportunity shows up, when that season of manifestation has, has come, I declare by the Spirit, you will be aware. Yeah. This man knew. 
He says, so he came by the Spirit. He just knew that this child is not just like any other child. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law. And this was not just specific to Jesus. This was how every child in Israel was treated. But this man knew by the Spirit. This is not just a regular child. I want to prophesy over somebody that in your sphere of influence, in that mountain that God has placed you, when those supernatural opportunities begin to present themselves, I declare by the Spirit you will be aware and you will recognize that this is your prophecy manifestation. He said he came by the Spirit to the temple when the Spirit brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law. Verse 28, please. Verse 28, run it with me. He says, so he took him up in his arms. He took up Jesus because he knew this is not just a child. This is Savior. He took him up in his arms and blessed God. I want to prophesy over somebody that although it might look like every other thing going on, by revelation, you will recognize your prophecy. Amen. Took up the child. Said, this is no ordinary child. This is my prophecy. Can you stand up right now? Oh, my, can you stretch forth your hands and say, I declare, I declare in this season, I will not miss my opportunity to experience my prophecy. He walked into the temple and said, no, this is not just a, a regular child. This is prophecy manifestation. I feel something tonight. I hope somebody is stirred up. Because God forbid that you will be one of those people that will be sleeping when their prophecy will be manifestation. This is my prophecy manifestation. It may look like every other child, but this is my prophecy. He took him up and blessed God and said, I recognize it. This is it. This is it. Verse 29. While, we, while you're still standing up, we're going to run it through. He said, and Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. In other words, my job is done. I'm meant to watch over this season to bat this prophecy. And it has taken place. Now I can go. Ladies and gentlemen, there are prophecies attached to your purpose in life. And it will be a waste if you don't experience those prophecies in your lifetime. I want to pray over somebody under the sound of my voice that every prophecy attached to your purpose will be battered in your lifetime. Do you know that's one of the reasons why you can't die anyhow? The reason why the enemy seems to be so much against your life is because you're a child of prophecy. You are a carrier of prophecy. And you are going to carry your prophecy. Somebody shout, I will carry my prophecy. This man saw the manifestations of his prophecy. And he said, wow, this is what I've been watching over. Now he's here. Now I can go. I want to pray for you tonight. That in your lifetime, you will see your prophecy manifestation. Yeah. Now I can go. Verse 30, please. We're still running it. Hallelujah. Verse 30. Please move with me, media. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Literally. Jesus. Yeshua in Hebrew. Literally means salvation. I've seen this. This is prophecy. Run it with me please. 
verse 31, which you have prepared before the face of all people, please be quick, be quick, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph is more that marveled at those things which were spoken of him. <laughs> then Simeon, you know, it was like they were speaking in code. Mary knew this man knows what he's talking about. This child is no ordinary child. He was conceived supernaturally. I carry him. Joseph knew he's a special child. An angel appeared to me when I wanted to excuse the mom. and said, you know what? You know what? You're free. I said, no, this is Savior. He said, behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of men in Israel. And for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also. And the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Verse 36. Now there was one. Now he talked about a Simeon, right? A Simeon that knew by revelation. Now he now said, and there was another one, Hannah, a prophetess. The daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age. And had lived. Okay. I'm still in 36, please. And I lived with a husband for seven years from her virginity. This woman was just dedicated to ministry. Her husband died seven years into marriage and she just stayed. Stayed a widow or married. Verse 37 now, please. Thank you. And this woman was a widow for, of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple. What a commitment. But serve God with fastings and what? Prayers night and day. Hey, verse 38. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who look for redemption in Jerusalem. So that means in that temple, there were just four people that knew this was prophecy manifestation. Of course, there was a Mary that carried the prophecy. There was a Joseph who supported the carrier. And there was a Simeon who by revelation knew this is prophecy manifestation. This is what I'm still living for. I can't go until it manifests. And there was an Anna that served God in prayer night and day, waiting for this manifestation. But you know the rest of the people in the temple were clueless. I want to pray for you that in your generation, you will be among the people that will recognize prophecy. Yeah. You will be a man of revelation. You will be a woman of prayer. That will be interested in what God is doing in his or her days. And we help back God's purpose. Somebody shout, I declare in my generation... I'm aware of the prophecies being manifested and I will play my part in batting the prophecy. Having said that, let me show you some scripture before we pray. The batting of the prophecy is, must be very intentional. Micah chapter 4 verse 10. We're going to run through three scriptures and we will start praying. Micah chapter 4 and verse 10. The book of Micah the fourth chapter and the tenth verse. Micah chapter 4 
and verse 10. It says, be in pain and labor to bring forth, O daughter of Zion, like a woman in bad, bad pangs. For now you shall go forth from the city, you shall dwell in the field, and to Babylon you shall go, and there you shall be delivered. Then the Lord will redeem you from the hand of of your enemies. I want you to take note of the first few lines. He said, be in pain and labor, in labor. So in other words, this is, this. I mean, there's their labor, bad, bad pants. I mean, they are bad pants. They are, they, there's, there's a conscious pushing forward. He said, like a woman in bad pants, just before the baby come forth. He said, for now you shall go forth from the city and you shall dwell in the field and to Babylon you shall go. Now, go to Isaiah chapter 66 verse 8. Now, the reason why it's very, very important to lay the scriptural foundation for what we're about to do is prayer is more effective when there is understanding. And in the New Testament, we don't just ask anything. We ask according to the word. Is that clear? Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. He said, who has had such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? What shall the heart be made, shall the heart be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as, as soon as Zion was in labor, the, the old King James says, for as soon as Zion travailed, she gave birth to her children. Zion speaks of God's people, covenant people. He said there's a travailing that Zion must be involved in before her children can come forth. Galatians chapter 4 verse 19. Still talking about bringing forth in the place of prayer. For as, as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth. Isaiah, I mean, Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I said, glory to God. He said, my little children, for whom I labor in birth, until Christ is formed. So, in other words, certain things will not be formed. Certain prophecies will not be manifested. Certain things will not be experienced just because they were written, they were documented, but simply because there were a generation, a people that was committed to what? Bringing it forth. Now, turn to your neighbor and say, tonight, I'm bringing forth the purpose of God for my generation. I'm of you were here on Sunday. I don't know if you can remind me those things we talked about that we characterize this season of light. I've, by the way, you still remember we're in a season of light? Now I'll talk to you and say, this is a season, this is a season of light. light. My, light my light has come. Come on, tell at least seven people, my light has come. 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 We are praying with understanding. My light has come. I said, 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 your light has come. Lift up your hands and shout, my light has come. As I was preparing for tonight's meeting, the Lord led me to reflect on the different mountains or spheres of life. And every one of us is in one mountain, at least. Some of us are what, in multiple mountains. Or spare. Somebody say, what mountains are you talking about? There's a mountain of religion. They call it. But I know I'm not religious. I'm in the will of God. In other words, people that call to serve in the temple, like myself. To minister to God's people. To relay God's mind to a generation. 
And that's a very, very needful mountain. Listen, anybody that tells you the church has lost its relevance does not understand <laughs> the plan of God. Because every other mountain must feed from that mountain. If that mountain collapses, there's no other mountain that we stand. Come on, somebody talk to me. Then we talk about the mountain of family. Somebody say family. And there are people that have been called to strengthen that mountain. So that, you know, you know, minds will not be messed up. So that marriages will be strengthened everywhere. There's a mountain of education. Education is key. To ensure that in the name of education, <laughs> you know, the, the, the precepts of God are still preserved. So that policies are not put in place. For, 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 example, for example, some of the things that we are, we are having to deal, deal with in North America. The garbage that our kids are being fed on a daily basis. We need people in that mountain. Somebody shout amen. amen. Then there's a mountain of government. I mean, the government is not meant for the devil and his boys. Some of you agree with me. Some of you are, not, are aware of the fact that there are people God has anointed to be in politics in our generation. And we need them in politics. We can't say the, that, that mountain is for darkness. Dark people. No, it's for me. It's for us. There is a mountain of business. We need them. People that will do business in the light of God. There is a mountain of media. And media is powerful. I don't know if you know media is very powerful. It's powerful. In fact, you'll be shocked that most people spend more time on media than any other thing every day. You are being fed. Media is everywhere now. You know, there was a time it was just through the television screen. But media is on our phone. Some of us were born at a time that phone was, just, was basically a land phone. You die. But now your phone is, is your school. Your phone is your TV. It's your everything. You live in it. Some people work on their phone. Do business on their phone. Media. Then there's a mountain of entertainment. I know some people believe, you know, that entertainment thing, you know. We need people called in that mountain. How many mountains have I given you now? So I've covered all the seven. Seven. Have I covered the seven? Okay. Let's say it's religion, family, education, business, media, poly, I mean government, entertainment. So it's all covered. You're going to pray tonight. Say, Lord, help me to locate myself where you have placed me. You're going to lay your hands on yourself. I mean, listen, maybe you are even doing some kind of jobs right now that has no bearing with your mountain. Could it be the reason, that's the reason why you don't have a voice? Because you have not located your mountain, but God is raising a generation that will take mountains for Christ in the spirit of wisdom. Somebody shout wisdom. Can I hear you loud and clear? Say wisdom. You're going to pray for yourself. Say, Lord, in this season of batting, I bat my place. Come on, I want you to get it very well. I bat what? My place. I bat my place in the center of your will for my life.
I will not just be one of those people that will go to work just to make money. I will live for your divine purpose. I will fulfill my, your, my part in your plan, in your agenda, in my generation. I want you to lift up your voice. I want you to begin to pray because that I'm filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ to locate my place in your agenda for me. What, whatever mountain you have called me into, I will occupy my place. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. I want you to pray for yourself. Say, Lord, I will not just go through this world. You know, filling space. I will fulfill my plan for my life. Your agenda you have for me. My part in your agenda. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswood Ministries International. Feel free to visit our website at kingswood.org for more inspiring teachings by Dr. K. Ijishasong. There you'd also find other helpful materials and further information about this ministry. God bless you richly.